Back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block, East Strick and my partner Nate. We are. I think we're gonna just call this uh, this this segment Manic Monday. <laughs> something like that. We're gonna call it Manic Monday or something because you know we're, we're gonna have a we're gonna try to have a guest, a former Husker. Uh, it'll be a regularity for uh, my man as long as he's able to do it to come on and just talk about. All things Husker, what happened over the weekend. Lots to talk about How today, I know that much. There's a lot jumping off with regards to that. Cluster Johnson joining us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Cluster Johnson, how are you, my friend? You know, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Like like you said, it's, it's a manic Monday. And uh, we all have to take a deep breath and analyze the situation. That's all we can do. Yeah. So, and speaking of that, knowing you know you you have a you have a son that's playing out in Iowa right now, and uh, you, you know he was a birthday weekend for him. So you weren't necessarily in town for the shenanigans, but you actually had an opportunity to to peep your head in and and, and kind of peek in and and get a perspective on what was going on and how it was going on and what was what was popping off back here in Memorial Stadium. And what is your initial thoughts? on how it went down, what you saw, what you observed, and do you think the timing was right on this uh, this move that um, Trev Albers made? Well, to address um, my son, fortunately but unfortunately, he didn't, he didn't play this game, which, you know, we discussed that I, I wasn't going to make that trip because I just really don't want to – watch the Iowa office right now when he ain't playing in it. So I, 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 <laughs> it's I dismal over there, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to them adding him as, as, a, as a missing piece uh, so that po- possibly it can enhance things. But So, you know, I, I stayed home and I watched the game, every single play. And, you know, you know, it's tough, Eastrick. It's tough as a former player watching uh, basically the, the inevitable. You know, even if Nebraska would have pulled that one out, I, I, it still would have just added more fuel to the fire amongst fans because we're just so used to dominating teams like that. And I have to remind people that this is this is just a new era of Husker football right now. We we're just not at that place where you can look at the schedule and mark something up as a win. It, we're just not there right now. But uh, I think we all were a little shocked about what transpired after the game. But I just think uh, with the loss, Trev just ripped that Band-Aid off real fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know everybody felt that pain, but it was necessary. Uh, two-time national oh, yeah. champion uh, Cluster Johnson joining us. Cluster, it's Nate. I, the, the question that I have for you next is, obviously Scott Frost didn't work out, but there's a lot of issues outside, outside of Scott Frost too. What do you think is the direction of this program, and what can Nebraska build off of to kind of change their fortunes as of late? Well, fortunately, 
I'm going to say, fortunately, they have a guy like Trev Alberts who's, man, I mean, I'm just, what a lot of people don't understand is like, <laughs> you know, I got to play with Trev. I was, I was there for, I think we were there together two or three years. I'm not sure if it was two or I think three. It's two. I was there with Mickey, Definitely two. Um, um, a year, or maybe it was a couple years. Maybe it was just a year. So I had a chance to see these fellas at a different age, and it's just funny how time has 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 warped, has has gone by so fast. And I and I'm just, when I watch these guys, man, you can just see the evolution and the change, the maturity, and the um, you know they they are. It was just awesome to listen to Trev talk and just knock it all out and, and put everybody a little bit more at ease. And, um, you know, I, I saw Mickey Friday night at the Bellevue West Westside game. We stood on the sideline and had a great conversation. So it's just crazy how all these things just happen right away. But knowing Mickey and knowing Trev, those two minds, just um, those two guys just right there, I know they're going to reach out to the right people and get the right answers. The one thing about uh, a new head coach, you cannot be too proud to reach out and, and ask for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if, if, if you do, sure, I don't know if you talked about what. I haven't. I, I haven't. Elaborate on that. We didn't get a dig in on it. Elaborate on that. We, we got Cluster Johnson on the line, former Husker, uh, two-time national champion. Cluster Johnson, elaborate on that aspect with regards to uh, – offering help and to have to humble yourself and be willing to do that because you witnessed that with coach Osborne. So I think that's a wonderful point to tap in on. Well, here's the thing. I can't sit here and say that there was not, it wasn't done. You know, I'm not going to say Scott didn't ask for help. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. I know coach Brown was around. I know that there were some probably other OG coaches around. I'm, I'm just not sure, but, Coach Osborne kind of made it public knowledge that he spent time with some of the greats to get some answers. And this was after 20-something years of being a head coach. I mean, he let people know that, hey, I spent some time with Bobby Bowden. uh, Or that was was known, that was made known. And it was also made known that uh, Coach Solis did the same thing, too. He, He let people know. He let people know um, that, you know, he was able to go and spend some time with some of the guys who were having a ton of success. Hey, let's evaluate what I'm doing. What, what do you see that I could be doing differently? What do you see um, uh, that, that I could make some quick changes? Or, or what are some things we could do long-term that can get things um, um, going in the right direction? Um, I, I don't know if that was done by Scott. It takes humility. uh, It takes humility to do that. It takes a lot of humility to do that. And uh, I I think that uh, if it wasn't done, I don't think he maximized his opportunity to get better. Yeah. I have one more. I have one one more question. We maybe can get two in. um, But I'm going to throw one out to you real quick. I think over the course of this tenure now, like going on seven years or five years, is it six? 
five, five, six years? Five. Five. Five years. One of the things that I think has been kind of a disappoint, disappointment to me is that in your time and in your era cluster, one of the things that you knew when you walked into more, more went into Memorial Stadium, there was on both sides in totality, the full scope of the game, there was an identity. You knew what to expect. You knew what was going to happen. And it was either you try to stop it or you get ran over trying. You know what I mean? Or on the defense, you know we're coming around these edges. You know our linebackers are coming down your throat. Our DBs are are pressing you and putting pressure on you. And our safeties are hitting you when you come across the middle. We knew that. That is the one thing I can say on this specific team that I haven't identified. Talk about that. And you let me know if I missed the mark because I just hadn't seen it (laughs) in this specific instance. No, uh, I, I I think that you are, are right on. Um, those old Husker teams, they had identities. And one of the reasons that, that, you know, what made the Coach Osborne enhance is that, you know what, I've gone about as far as I can go, and, and but I just keep getting my butt kicked to some of these teams that that match us in talent and maybe a little bit more talented than us. Mm-hmm. What what do I need to do to get better? And um, number one thing for Coach Osborne was he. I don't think he changed his his mentality about being the most physical team on both sides of the ball. Facts. Not only on the line of conditioned when you're when you're running, back, mm-hmm. you better run physical. We used to what they to run out of bounds. I mean, there was not a lot of guys running out of bounds as running backs. Mm-hmm. We were delivering blows as, as receivers. We were going to be the most physical downfield blocking receivers. Uh, and, and then on defense, they just played with relentless pressure. Reckless abandon. They played, they played like the hair was on fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's one of the things you, you, you haven't seen that type of, of player for a while since – actually since – the last one I really saw was Dominican Dominican Sue. Uh, yeah, and Dominican Sue was that throwback guy who reminded you of the Christian and the Jason Peters and the Terry Kaylees and and some of those other guys who were just unblockable. So if you're unblockable in the front on defense, it takes a lot of pressure off the DB. Mm-hmm. But you're not putting no pressure on that quarterback. Um, they're out there on the island, and I don't care how great you are. It's going to be a struggle. It's mm-hmm. going to be a real struggle. But, you know, the thing that really kind of was eye-opening was they just had no answers. Like It seemed like they had no answers for whatever uh, Georgia Southern was doing. They had no Facts. answers for it. No adjustments. Uh, no changes. No adjustments. <laughs> the adjustments was. I mean, if they did make adjustments, it didn't work. <laughs> Whatever they suggested, it didn't work. Um, but you're right. They they need to have an identity right away. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mickey is probably going to state, "Hey, what we're going to what we're going to be," mm-hmm. and it's got to be that in practice. That it's, part. It's got to be that in practice. So when you get in the game, 
it's it's not something you just got to turn on, you know. It's carryover. You have to turn up and practice. Mm-hmm. You got to turn up and practice. You got to make practice feel like the game so the game feels like it's easy. And that's how it was. Two-time national champion Cluster Johnson joining us. Cluster, the last question I have for you. Uh, we talk about the rest of the season. Mickey Joseph, obviously now the, the interim head coach, what do you think he needs to do, or, or even as a team, what do you think they need to do the remainder of this season just to build confidence and for fans to really be engaged and think that moving forward, Nebraska's in good hands? Well, listen, you cannot, as a head coach, I'm going to give you all two examples, okay? From my perspective and my opinion, and this is what I've seen, you cannot look at your schedule and feel like you can't win the game. Okay. Mm. I remember. So I'm gonna give you two examples. TJ Fleck. A few years ago, he won 11 games. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was maybe like a second year. He won 11 games. He won games that he wasn't expected to win. That's why he won 11 games. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected them to win those games. Fact. Urban Meyer. When he took over for Luke Sickle the next uh-huh. year, the um, reporters asked him, hey, coach, how long do you think it's going to take before you get all your guys in and you guys become a winner? Coach Urban Meyer said, they in all the building. guys that I have with me right now, we're going to win. They're in the building. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're in the building. Mm-hmm. 12-0. Mm-hmm. They went from 6-6 six and six to 12-0 and 0 with the same people. It's a mentality. So mm-hmm. It's a mentality. Yeah, it's it's instilling confidence, and then obviously the coaches got to set them up to be winners, to, they, to they not fail but to win. to win. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you got when you got confidence and, and you got a great game plan, you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. You're gonna win. That's good stuff, Cluster Johnson. So, thanks for joining us on the block, and we look forward to having you, man, every Monday for Manic Mondays to talk about what happened over the weekend. We're going to run it back, man. Safe travels to you as you make your way around on business and handling things. We look forward to hearing back from you. This is On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We'll be right back. We're going to talk a little bit more about, well, first we got to do, (laughs) you play to win (laughs) the game. Shootout with Strick coming next. And then we'll get back into some more Husker talk. Also, NFL talk. We're going to talk about the weekend and the good, the bad, the uglies that happened there as well when we get right back after this.